Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Elliot Brown here in the Essex Business Radio studio again, and I'm coming out to you guys for another compelling part of the series, C19, How We Deal With It, where I'm chatting to people absolutely everywhere about how they are dealing with COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to say it is, but it is, it's here, and how we are pivoting and changing and coping with it. Uh, And also, any ideas and tips and advice they've got for you guys out there, not just in your business, but in life as well, possibly. And today joining me from here in Essex, or just down the road in Colchester, is James Cracknell from The Weave. How are you doing, James? Very well, thank you. Very well indeed. Good, good, good. I'm pleased to hear it. It's nice and sunny there. Look, I mean, we've got some sunshine here in Essex today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Makes all the difference. It does. It does help. It does help in these uh, in these more challenging times. Um, listen, we just had a, a, a very interesting conversation before we started recording, and I think I've got to know you a little bit. Uh, and I had no idea who you were before. Well, obviously, apart from the notes, but we didn't know each other. I feel like I do now. Um, but uh, so, tell me a bit uh, a bit about the weave, if you don't mind. Okay, so the, the weave is um, uh, our latest startup and our latest project. It's stems from the fact that we we worked very closely with um, the the primary resource providers for business within the region. So um, work very closely with the enterprise agencies, with the local authorities, uh, Colchester Borough Council, but most importantly, and I guess just recently, um, quite closely with the University of Essex and through their um, entrepreneur program, which they now sort of set up and which was a very fortunate in a very fortunate position to help develop and grow um, down at the Innovation Centre on campus. So uh-huh. um, the weave was very much about how we weave and interlace those resources of the region and present them to um, entrepreneurs, aspirational entrepreneurs within the community. Um, there are three things I think that we cover um, pretty well at the weave. I think we there's the capabilities of um, people in developing them and creating capacity within them for to help them grow and scale their businesses. Uh, there are the the, um, the connections and the networks that um, we help develop and grow through our community down there, and right. also the wider community of Essex, North Essex, and Suffolk. Uh-huh. Um, it's cash because now within the university space, there's an awful lot of new ways to engage with different um, sources of cash. Now that's whether that's equity, um, whether it's um, through crowdfunding or whatever, there is lots of different ways now that are opening up down at the university um, that will help businesses and entrepreneurs actually start to um, understand how um, they can then fund, develop and grow their businesses going forward. Great. So li- literally exactly where I'm coming from in, in, in business. And we, as I say, we cut a conversation before. Uh, absolutely lo- love the ethos behind that as well. Very much about um, helping and supporting the, you know, the, the SMEs, which in essence support the whole economy. Uh, and, uh, and I know from, you know, from what we both spoke about before we recorded that uh, I'm a firm believer that these are the people that are going to help to bring the, uh, bring the economy back up again. Uh, you know, very yeah, coming up yeah. uh, very soon. Yeah, really. I mean, if you know, if you've got a situation where you've got a startup culture which is very aspirational and really driven, and you're putting in that infrastructure, and you've got a lot 
or a broad community around technology and around innovation where actually you know our strengths are in terms of the creativity and the work that we do um, with businesses to help them reconnect to a new normal reconnect to another vision of where their business needs to be and inevitably when we're working with businesses there's this issue about um, what they've done in the past not necessarily getting them to where they really want to be in the future yeah. it's not that they're, they're letting you know they're, they're not that the past has no relevance to that it absolutely does it informs their entire decision-making process but if they're going to grow and scale it's business model innovation at the end of the day that will ultimately um, create that ability to unleash the resources and the potential that those businesses have and I think that the startup communities and the businesses that we work with down there and not just down there but across Essex and across Suffolk they are the ones that we see really empowered by the idea of creativity and that new that new area of development yeah and i think really and the other stuff that i I love at the moment is the fact that you're actually getting time to see businesses who are doing well and not just doing different things in terms of um you know kind of connecting to new markets whatever but just reinventing and rethinking what they're going to do reimagining what this future will ultimately be and trying to position themselves in a way which is going to be the you know um, a real driver for the business and ultimately for the region itself yeah absolutely and uh, you know i think they're they are the, they're the catalyst for, for for the change as well you know they've got uh, you know, the, the, those minds those entrepreneurs with those smaller businesses the micro businesses as we spoke about earlier uh you know i think the, having the ability to adapt um to to what's going on right now and and seeing things and change their business uh is the key to to sort of moving forward um how's this affected what you do as a as a as a business per se right now i mean you know obviously you know where you're working and things obviously you know where you're working from home but that's obvious what how else has it changed your sort of you know your approach to what you're doing right now um i think from my perspective um it's given this at this time has given me a time to reflect um on our pathway for the weave and for the and for what we can do that's in putting us in the best position to support those businesses out there right. so it's a time of reflection it's a time of reimagining what we're doing um yet yeah, the challenge is yes i'm working from home like you know all the businesses that i i speak to there's yeah. the dog in the background you know how do you produce all of this kind of stuff and there's the the disciplines of being consistent and um and having um you know a kind of uh, a weekly marker that allows me to move forward. And I think well, that was one of the things that, as I was saying to you earlier before we started recording about, when I got made redundant in 2011, I set up a thing called the, the Colchester Executive Job Club, and that was uh-huh. about um, creating a marker in the week for, for people who were um, previously you know, in the world of work and corporates, stepping out of that world to change, and you lose your anchors, you lose your positioning. And I think that is happening for a lot of businesses at the moment. Yeah. So uh, one thing that we're doing, say, for the Weave, is that every week we create the Weave Huddle. So that's what we deliver um, an online forum on a Tuesday. We've done it at lunchtime. We're going to switch it to a breakfast uh, meeting going forward. And it's just about bringing people, the community, together on a weekly basis to create a marker in the week yeah. that allows them to... Um, engage um, not in a formal networky style cross-selling but very much okay. in, a, in a in a relaxed environment where we can have a, a chat discussion look at the challenges 
things that are going on, but also look at what's happening in the wider wider world. What's happening in politics? What's happening in social, you know, in the social things? What's happening in the technology trends? All of this stuff at the end of the day that is still getting done, getting funded, getting delivered. That that is happening in the background. Mm-hmm. That because we're very very busy, either surviving or just perhaps you know spending time reflecting that we're not necessarily absorbing lots of different things so that's mm. what we try to do every week create a forum create a place a safe space for people to come to uh, listen to engage just have a cup of coffee yeah. sit down you know whatever and just do that so it's it's definitely changed the way that we view the value that we bring to businesses and how we would potentially um support develop and you know help them get at least a bit more grounded before they then you know before we go back to whatever we go back to in the future so what sort of businesses are they that uh, that, that, that you sort of you're, you're sitting down with virtually at the moment um they're a mix they come from all different sectors so we've got some which are it based we've got a marketing organization that's involved uh, we've got a podcasting company. We've got, um, you know, kind of different backgrounds of different businesses at different stages. There's some student businesses, so there's some quite innovative, innovative technology-driven businesses as well. Okay. Uh, you know, so it, it is a broad, a broad mix. I work for the Enterprise Agency, which is the Colchester Business Enterprise Agency, um, as a business advisor and supporting them. So a lot of those businesses that we get to see are the bread and butter style businesses. They, yeah. they don't matter to us whether, you know, you run a dog daycare center or whether you are delivering a, a technology solution in whatever. Everybody has challenges that are very, very similar. Oh, yeah. And, the you know, at the end of the day, it's about community and networks that will support people through that and giving people that... Uh, I think one of the biggest drivers for us is that connectivity is around geographic region. Yeah. We love where we are. You know, we've got, we, I, you know, I'm sure you do the same, but when you stand outside your front door, your door on a Thursday evening applauding the NHS, yeah. real sense again of community that you're getting. People love where they are and being a part of where they're, ba- where they, where they're based. And that to us is very much about those values, about what we're trying to instill. So we've got a broad mixture of businesses that we work with, different people, different challenges, um, but they all have a common feature. They love where they're coming from and they're aspirational. They Mm. want their businesses to grow. And our job is to find the resources that will help them develop those three core elements of capacity, cash and connections. So even even at the moment, is that is that that's a that's a, str- a big part of what people are sort of struggling with on the on the sort of financial side and 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 and, and that obviously currently the the grants and and that that's a very grey area with um, with you know what we class as apparently self employed uh, although maybe employed by our own businesses um, but but self employed nonetheless a very grey area is this something that's that sort of come up in conversation quite a lot with people that you know. Yeah, there is. It, it, it is. And I think one of the biggest challenges, if you are, say, for instance, a limited company with just one person, which is yourself within it, um, you can't furlough yourself. Particularly, you, know, you may be able to physically, but you, there are lots of challenges of doing this kind of thing and accessing this kind of support and mechanisms. So, that, so it is a confusing minefield out there, as you would expect, because a lot of this is being delivered um, from the hip. A lot of this is being sort of thrown into the mix. And that's probably why it took them so long to figure it out. 
whether it's the right solution, I've got no idea. I've got my own view that it's there are better ways of doing stuff. But at the end of the day, this is you know what we what we it is it is what it is yeah it is what it is. So yes, the challenges of finding those if that information is there. So again, what's great with being involved with say with the enterprise agency and the Colchester Borough Council is that there is. Um, there are resources that we can funnel and channel into that kind of environment. So one of the things that we do on our LinkedIn group is very much, um, you know, basically every time we pick up a piece of information, it goes down there, people can access it, they can understand where it's coming from. Um, Again, the the enterprise agency, we're supporting people uh, online every week, three, three or four business advisors, all of who have got those resources and access to those resources that can help people through the myriad of what they need to do. Yeah. Um, it's something we don't have every answer under the sun, but well, of course. Uh, one thing that we do know is that if we don't know the answer, we can go off and find out where, where it is. We know the, the, the relevant sources of the information to be able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think generally what I get from people at the moment, as I was saying earlier on to you, is, is that, in any crisis, there's always a raised level of noise. And I think that getting people felt drowned to a degree by the amount of noise that was existing there. Everybody switched their model to a digital online version of what they were trying to do. Yeah. And then the, the, the issue you have constantly then is how um, how does that make me relevant? How do I stand out above yeah, the of course. I've got to say that's going to bring that person to me and that. And then there's this period of of silence and it's it's this kind of notion that it only it's only really happening to me but in reality it's happening to everybody a yeah. lot of people silent and that's a challenge and i think that's again one of those uh, one of those great things about being a part of a community it's about um letting go of the fear and embracing the fact that we're in this together uh-huh. and really sort of kind of being a part of something which is you know, which we're all going through in some shape or form. And it, and that's what we're, you know, trying to ultimately provide. Yeah. And I think you're doing a, you're doing a great job by the sounds of it. So what are you going to do to, to change what you are doing moving forward? Have you got sort of plans? Are you being sort of structuring anything new and different? I mean, you're talking about everybody going online and, and you know, they are, again, you're absolutely right. You know, before all this happened, you know, getting yourself out there into the marketplace through social media, through marketing was, a, was, was not an easy job anyway. It's going to be even harder now. I mean, there's, there, it's still, an, it's, a, it's one of the easiest ways to get out there still, but it's still going to be, there's even more noise than before. So what are you doing to look at what you do to sort of, I mean, to help everybody around you, but obviously change what you're doing to make sure that it's relevant to helping them as well. So one of the things I did, to, I'm using my time, using this sort of kind of time as well to do a lot of research around different new technologies to underpin what we're trying to do. And one yep. of those technologies, um, we're trying to develop a challenge platform that basically is backed up by um, the technology around blockchain. Uh, I don't profess to be an expert, but I'm doing an awful lot of reading and research about the value of um, this particular technology. Right. And to be fair, I love what it sounds like. I love that the the what it's what it appears that it can actually deliver and do. So our models are changing. Where the way that we talk about our business is changing. Yeah. Um, I think is a really important piece of um, work because whereas we were talking very much about one area of discussion around the community and around 
workshops and training and development and that kind of thing. Now we're thinking, well, okay, we're still very much a community orientated business, yep. very much about, um, you know, engaging with a, a, a broad audience, but we, the, but the platform is now becoming much more of a central part of the narrative about what we are and how we then end up developing that. Yeah. Um, so one of our co-founders, Magda, she was uh, talking about um, how we shift our language from the language of service to the language of product, which then becomes a lot easier for people like investors to actually then understand where we're going with our platform and what we're trying to achieve. Um, and I think that that creates a, something which is more tangible and more concrete. And it also allows people to actually then start to engage with the idea of a physical piece of, if you like, a product that yep. they can actually yes, for sure. invest and actually get involved with. Whereas before, we were very much more talking about community service, that kind of area. Yeah. And it's a really, for me, it's a really big sort of shift in the language. And it's oh. not done naturally. Uh, and I'm trying to, that's part of this whole education process. So getting myself ready to talk about the business in a very, very different kind of dialect and a different vocabulary. Yeah. And I think you've absolutely nailed it there. I mean, you know, we were talking about it say, again before we started recording and uh, but uh, you know, we we're talking about products and services. Um the, the, that that's a that's a real mix now. It's a, it's a, it's a melting pot, you know, what the ser- the service that you're providing is going to be a product. So where where we did have physical products which are just things, you know, in the business world, those products are a service-based thing that can be done and delivered um, through some format like this, for example, or, or, you know, well, very much like this now, I think, moving forward. Um, very interesting. I'm definitely going to be keeping in close contact with you with, uh, with regards to this. It's, uh, it sounds like there's, uh, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a pot of help there from, in Colchester to help the small to medium-sized businesses um, that, you're, uh, that you're sort of heading up there. Um, and I love, what, I love what you're doing. I really do. And um, I know before we spoke, I said we're definitely going to be keeping in close contact and want to get involved with what you're doing there for sure. Lovely. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, I mean, that's uh, that's really really good. I think we should definitely touch base again and maybe do another one of these and uh, and see how things are going over the next few weeks as we're just about to get into phase two of lockdown. Um, so uh, so we'll we'll, call, we'll 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 call it that. It sounds way friendlier than just lockdown. I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, let's let's see what these next few weeks do for for everybody. I think as you as you said, I think now this has become the new normal. So this is where everybody's. Going well, that that's what it is, and 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 I think even more creativity can happen in the next few weeks. Um, so it'll be interesting to touch base with you and see where that goes. Yeah, it'd be great. That'd be really good. And uh, I'll take this opportunity of wishing all your listeners a very safe and healthy um, lockdown period. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Well, I really appreciate that, James. And uh, as I said, we'll uh, we'll touch base. Where can where can people find you, James? Um, the best place to get me is actually on LinkedIn. I'm okay. Pretty. Um, you know, the weave is on LinkedIn. Um, James Cracknell is on LinkedIn, uh, not yeah. the rower. So don't get me confused with him. <laughs> I think I'm a better dancer than he was as well. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so, so get in contact with me, find me on LinkedIn. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm more than happy to connect. Very happy to introduce people to what we're doing and how we're going to work. And yes, you and I need to stay in contact. Definitely, for sure. We absolutely will. Great stuff. Well, we'll make sure there's a link around uh, around the post so that people can find you anyway. Uh, but yeah, thanks very much again. Appreciate your time and uh, and have a have a great weekend and uh, good luck with uh, with phase two. 
Lovely. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> All right. So that's James Cracknell there. Um, and uh, a very, very interesting conversation, um, you know, and chat about uh, what they're doing down there in Colchester here in sunny Essex. Uh, if you want to know more about James, obviously check out the link that's around this post. Uh, there'll be a post or near to this anyway uh, and on social media. And if you want to know more about Essex Business Radio, then please check us out on www.essexbusinessradio.com. There are all the links for social on there. There will be some articles on there uh, and then may well be some articles about James and what they're doing as well coming up so check that out but also you can download our free app where you can listen to all the podcasts new and old thanks again James really appreciate your time and so I'm going to sign off for now ciao for now brown cow Six Business Radio with your host, Elliot Brown.